Yo, what's up? It's your boy Shice Bubs, Mr. Ikeke. And Lisa B. We here on Heavy Smoke. Today we have a very special invited guest, Busy B, the icon, up, the legend. Hey, I am very welcome and happy to be in this motherfucker. And That's so what's up. are we. You know what I'm saying? You got your good spliff. Yeah, I'm smoking good as a bitch smokers club, man. Hey. Hello. Yeah, with it. Got your good champagne over there. Hey, you know Clico, Clico, Clico. We got to keep it legendary, you know what I'm saying? That's what's yes. up, man. Hey, thanks for the invite, man. Thanks for bringing me in. I appreciate it all. And it's been a long time coming already. Uh, you already know, Sice. Um, so we're going to get it in. We got the stuff for the future. We got some for the new Gs that's coming in. Right. Definitely and a lot of new Gs out there. Because like behind myself and doing what I'm doing, I am so happy to see you doing what you're doing. Thank you. And bringing in the other Gs to, so I can get an approval because you can't just let everybody oh, in this you, shit we, in. We need you that's to give it. the approval. You know that's what why, I'm saying? Yes, so, you know what I'm saying? saying? Oh, geez, it, it, you know, I, I wanted to reintroduce Busy B in the cannabis space. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the Smokers Club. And I mean- this is this is this is the one of the pioneers of this joint to me, you know what I mean? And into the whole hip hop community. Right. You know what I'm saying? You've been down with this hip hop movement forever. Yeah. Hey, and you know, this podcast is is focused on music. I like this podcast shit. Thank I, don't, you. I don't even know what it's about, That's but great. I'm here learning about right. this it's shit, interesting. man. I, I, hey. It's about it's about having conversation about things that, you know what I'm saying, especially this one. Mm-hmm. It's about music, mm-hmm. it's about art. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Q and A. You ask nah, it's not no, no, no. Okay. It's, not it's no more question natural, answer. like Good. a conversation. Good. Good. You know what I'm saying? And it's fueled by this right here, cannabis. Oh yeah. Yes. Hey, this is the healing nation. They've been saying this about this for like 30, 40 years, but they wasn't trying to pay attention to us because the facts was the facts. What was Nobody, the facts? That heals the nation. Right. Yes. Simple and plain that yep. it heals the nation. They you they, know they, what I mean? they wanted to you know. They trying to understand now though, because I, I guess they see the, the the green dollars in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So now they want to understand. Yeah. And, and so they they call themselves taxing us, so because that's the only way they're gonna get it, you know, right. because they don't know who's growing it, where it's coming from, how it's coming from, and all of that. So they attack you if once you legalize, and that's how they split the pot because that's no other way you're gonna get no money from us. Yes. You know what I mean? So in the time way 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 before legalization. Back to the 80s. It was always legal for me. Before we was finding time. it and rolling it. This is what I'm it saying. It was always legal for us back So busy, then. can, so can, you, can you tell the viewers it. and the listeners uh-huh. out there, you know, when you when you got your start in this thing we call hip hop, you know what I mean? Oh, man. This go back to 1977, Shice. Wow. wow. I've been doing this since. You know how some I people got the phrase. You know, some people wow. got the phrase, <laughs> I've been doing this shit too long. Okay, if you've been doing it too long, I've been doing this shit three long. Right. Mm. That's what I say. I've been doing this shit three. He said, yo, how long you been doing this shit? I said, three long. <laughs> if you've been doing it two, I've been doing it three. So, you know, and and but coming up doing it, you know, it was rough in the beginning. We was we was musical helping the gangs. It was more like a gang-related thing with the crews. It went from gangs to crews to crews to to homies. You know what I mean? And but music by by Flash coming out playing music on the street, it would it would bring the guys t- for our security to help us to make sure that we was all right. Right. While they was having fun shooting dice or playing a uh, game or uh, shooting craps or just making sure the ladies in the neighborhood was safe, they was making sure we were safe to play the music to keep these people coming around. So it was more like a, a family orient. Once we got to know each other. Once they seen that our part was about the music, 
it was never no problems. They was always encouraging us to come out on the weekends or on the weekday, especially during the summertime when there was nothing really to do. We had the Johnny pumps, getting the water out, that played out. You know what I'm saying? So we started putting the music out and and it went from there, man. So when you would put the music out, like how was that? Was that a studio? Like what no, was the vibes? We, how did we you would just come out on the street. We we wasn't recording. It wasn't no, we weren't even thinking about recording. Wow. The only so thing we were recording, recording is cassette to make a cassette tape. Right. That was about the only recording we for would the, do. For the you, music, you know, for the beats and stuff Yeah, like to that. hear after later on how we sounded when we was on the streets. You know what I mean? So everything was free, fun, and for pleasure. That's why I call out hip hop. Uh, it's about peace, love, unity, and having fun. Mm -hmm. That is hip hop. All that in between and other shit is. It, rap is something we do, but hip hop is something we live. Right. That goes with a culture. You got five elements. You got the b-boys, the break dancers, the graffiti artists, mm -hmm. the beatboxers, the DJs, and me, the MC. Right. You know now She's there's no rap. You don't have no rap in that. She <laughs> don't have no rap in that shit. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a DJ, MC, beatboxer, a graffiti artist, and a, 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 um, a, um, a, 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 a MC. Right. And where the rap shit come from? Wrap that Christmas present, put the shit under the map. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, you know what I mean? So, but hey, again, I, I claim most of the the new generation that's coming up and rapping now, my nephews, mm -hmm. if I go to seem to like any of them or the music that they put out, because it's not too much what they're saying because they're not too much saying nothing, but it's the music that I'm really more inclined to. Right. Uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm more a music man. If the music is right, I'm a dance. That's what, that goes for anything. If your music is right, you'll dance to it. It's no matter what you're saying, because most of the time, like I just said, people are dancing to stuff that they really got to take maybe six months to catch on to it, before, but they was dancing to that beat. That beat and that music was, was nice. So, you know. More power to them. Today, today, people get uh, scrutinized for dancing too much. Is that right? I don't it's, see it seems that It no seems more. that way. You know, every video that I watch when I'm on watching videos, it's either somebody riding around in a nice car that I can buy and got a lot of money, showing money, and a nice girl that might not be his girl, and they just do it. They ain't nobody in no party it dancing. And what happened to Soul? You remember Soul Train? Yeah. If you was on Soul Train, motherfucker, everybody was dancing. Don Cornelius. That was everybody the vibe. Was whatever song, whatever artist was if on If you could have danced, you wasn't lit. You wasn't getting was no girls. to the music. Period. It was that. Right. It's not that no more. Either they at the club standing against the wall, playing in the Gucci shit and looking like all pretty. Who I look prettier than you. I, they got on their Easter shit. You know, that's pretty much. When you see them posting, that's their Easter shit, man. You got one that's shot the, deal with that's your the best shit. That's, that's the Easter gear. That's the Easter shit. That's the Easter shit, man. You know what I mean? So, you know, I let, hey, I don't want to be the hypocrite or the old man saying, yo, that's the, hey, do what you do. Because mm -hmm. that's what they said about us right. when we came out. Our parents and our people said, what the fuck? Was looking at you like, yeah, like, like what, what the fuck? Doing? And we were saying, some of us, like, you know, didn't know what the fuck we was doing. But it was a trend. At the time when it started, see, me and AJ, rest in peace, cool DJ AJ, we saw the money in that shit more than just doing hip hop and break that. We saw the money. We saw we can pay these people that to do that. Right. You know, come along. So I was more inclined with the money part. He was the money. MC. He was like, were you right. a promoter and also? See, yeah, with AJ. See, because we'll promote our own parties and we'll say, hey, uh, um, Theodore, you got the five MCs, yo. Friday night, we're going to be at the PAL. You want to come down? We give you $200. They wouldn't get no money. Mm -hmm. So to say, come get 
What? Yeah. But now that $200, if it was four or five people, they would share that. That's their business. Me and AJ, we made Right. So that's what a lot of my peers from my uh, generation was a little messed up about as far as me still present today. I was hustling in our culture then, you know what I'm saying, to make the money. I just wasn't wanting to be the MC and just get on the mic and then leave. I mean, you left with nothing. You want the money. See, I got the money. Right. He's <laughs> like, so I got the money. I went home. I used to go to White Castle and treat motherfuckers. Still go home with a couple of dollars in my pocket. Heard. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I didn't play that. See, but I didn't know that. It, I was taught that. AJ was putting me onto that. He would tell me, hey, B, stay with me, man. We're going to make some money. I'm like, yeah. So I would just thought he would pay me for that night. Mm-hmm. But shit, if it was for that night, that was a handsome pay for at that time. And to get it when you thought you wasn't going to get nothing. Beautiful. You understand what I'm saying? When you don't even expect to not get a dollar and get two or three, four hundred, you be like, well, what the fuck? what I do? You know? I just was there doing what I do. And he said, okay, so we did that. So we just started doing that. And I mean- it just, it's then, then the records came out, like 79, that's when the Sugar Hill Gang, see, they broke the record, the barriers with records. That and was my first rap like, record that I was that introduced to. light shit, you know yeah. what I mean? It was cool, but it wasn't hip hop. And what, what fucked that up for us then, because Flash went to that label and Funky Four went to that label, we was all from the streets and shit. But then, see, as I grew and didn't understand then, but I did when they tried to use my my voice for a record called The Funky. See, I was known for doing The Funky President, the real James Brown beats, the real hardcore beats. When we got to Sugar Hill, they didn't want to use those beats. They didn't want what we call samples now. Mm-hmm. They didn't want a sample. They used a band. So they fucked up the trend because we were following Flash and and Sugar Hill. I mean, you know, from the records, the company, when we started to turn into records, we wanted to go there because we figured they would let us do what we was doing in the streets. But then you think about it, the, the record Freedom with Flash and them, that was a band. Mm. That wasn't the original. That wasn't the original one. It was a band that sounded almost the same, but it wasn't that. Uh, uh, um, every song that they put out wasn't original. And then, and they lyrics, if you really pay attention, because as, as people say, I'm, I'm a lyricist. Well, mm-hmm. they were saying in the back of the days, to rock on, y'all, to the disco, and don't stop. It was disco. Where hip-hop at? Oh, Nobody right. was saying hip-hop, nothing. No Flash. Grandmaster Flash now from the Bronx. He talking about disco. Yeah. What the fuck? And then for Funky Four, you hear it in the Ramshaw Rock and I this and that, and we rocking on the top of the discotheque and don't stop. I mean, what the fuck? But you hip hop. Now they were, then they are, but they was using that word in their songs, which that didn't click on the street because nobody knew what the fuck that was. Disco was gone. Right. We, we doing some hip hop. We doing hip hop now. Yeah. Now they went pop and went on the TV, American Bandstand, but that was for those type of people, which they was calling the pop chart. And that's fine. But we ain't know nothing about the pop chart. We ain't even know nothing about a fucking record until <laughs> this Sugar Hill shit came out. You know what I'm saying? So more or less than finding out that they flipped our homies. And then most of them, because like you say, you see they wear them as juice suits and everybody tease them about the suits right. and shit because that was pop shit. That's what they did. You know, hip hop run DMC did the street shit. 
They Adidas. Sold, yeah, the regular track street suits, shit. Yeah. I was white tees. Yeah, the regular shit. So that was where it, where it turned. So then we had to follow that trend for us in the new and the first generation to keep our shit going. Because right now, right to me, I will be, you know how they have the Negro lead? I'll be Satchel Page. I heard you. <laughs> I'll be the Satchel Page in the Negro League. Still, just the older guy, still the shit. Just can't get the top dollar like the younger niggas, but still do the younger nigga shit top dollar. Right. You know? So I would be that in our culture. That's so run DMC would be the Jackie Robinsons. Heard you. They breaking, came the, in. breaking the barriers. Yes. Running in fast and coming to the fast young kids. And Satchel Page, still the fly nigga, but to them, that's that old ass nigga. Yeah, yeah. He, you know he been mean? in the league. He been in, he done did his shit. You know what I mean? So that would be me today. Heard you. And I ain't mad at that. No, because history has to be history. Hey, I was the shit then, and you and you and in the beginning. The you know how they say, uh, uh, the, uh, like Floyd Mayweather, he ain't never lost nothing, right? So when you go to the thing and said, uh, the, the announcer say thirty nine to forty nine, and the winner, and still, <laughs> <laughs> still rated champ, baby. You know what I'm saying? They say, "What a cheap rock of me, and still, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Naming a raft, yay." That's all. So, I had fun doing what I'm so doing. So that was early. Right. And even in the early stages, you went, you was in the movies. Right. You know See, what I'm that, that's why, like, wow the videos, style. I wasn't in the early videos with Big Daddy Kane and KRS One, like the 86s and eight. Because see, for me then, like I like you just said, I thought doing movies was bigger than that. You know, so I was doing that, thinking I was doing a little better than my peers, which was but wasn't. I didn't have time to do a video, which I did, but it wasn't the one that the people in the streets wanted to hear me do and see on the video, like the KRS ones or the Big Daddy came or the Rob Bases. You know, at the time, it takes two Rob Bases came out. That's when Suicide came out. Right. Suicide overshot all of them with no video. Suicide is a suicide. You know huh? what I'm saying? So, so <laughs> if I had shot the video then around that time with everybody else. Yeah. You know, relevant today, I could be doing certain things like they was doing. Heard you. But promoters now that's listening to that, listen to those music. But when they go to see, they don't see a video of Biz. Now, the people you hire in to say, you don't got Biz. Biz was the, you know what I mean? Gotcha. But the promoters don't see a vision of They don't Biz. see the content. Right. So they say, well, I'll try the next one. And they miss mm. out. And that's, They you miss know. out. Then they miss out. And they miss right. out. The next thing you know. <laughs> 20 years didn't pass, 10 years didn't pass. You be like, what the hell? Hey, hey it then, is what it is. But you know what, though? This is hip-hop. You know what right. I'm saying? And people always got to check in on what but they the fuck with. the movie Wild Style from hip-hop started me with the marijuana. Okay. We were smoking on the set every day, you know? Wow. Man. But Fat Five Freddy... What kind of, of bud were you smoking? I was... <laughs> here go the trick question. <laughs> I thought... I was smoking the good shit. <laughs> Here's baby. You know, I thought I had bomb bomb. But Fat Five Freddy come on the set with some different smelling shit. Some, he called it Hawaiian skunk back then. But I ain't never in life smelt no shit like that. And then when he showed it to me and I picked it up and it stuck to my fingertips, I'm like, get the fuck. What the fuck is this? I put it a hey, the bag that I had. Here's my shit. I took that bag and started stomping on it. Get the fuck. <laughs> Never want to smoke that shit no more. Never get the fuck out. I was the end of that shit. And I, hey, Fab Five Freddy became like my best motherfucking friend then. 
and and I just kept cutting. But it was a time that we was filming Wild Style and very in the beginning stages. So it took maybe three, four months to film. So I got to be with Fred a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Fred was going all the way down in Midtown and Lower East Side. Where I figured that's where it came from. He's so smoking he, that dank. Yeah, he was yes. smoking that Tonbo fire and coming uptown <laughs> shitting on us. You know, he coming uptown shitting on us and smelling that good shit. And like, I was on his. This is what I was smoking with Madonna. And yeah, all that. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we. I met Madonna through Fred. I met uh, 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 Blondie through Fred. We all did. Right. You know, because chop between Freddie and Charlie, they had that downtown scenery. And and by them bringing when they coming uptown, see, and I introduced Charlie to everybody that's in the wild style. I introduced Charlie to. He didn't know nobody. He said, "B, you introduced me to some of these guys. Let's put together a movie." So I introduced him to Theodore. I said, "Hey, this is the Grand Wizard Theodore, and this is that." And he said, "Oh yeah, this is the Funky Four. And you know what I mean? We was doing that, and that's how that became. But then, you know, as we was doing it at that time, it was big production because we had this like this, like but just more cameras. And I go back. 30, 40 years. That was big. It was past big. All we could think is Michael Jackson or some shit like that. You know what I mean? And then to have a premiere in Midtown where we go to watch Kung Fu movies and 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 play hooky from school mm-hmm. and get away from to see our name on the goddamn billboard. Wow. Crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I Legendary. said, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, I started walking around like, shut up. I was Michael Jackson. <laughs> I was I was the shit. I said I'm the star of that. I said I got a couple of scenes in that. Yeah. I was I, hey, that I'm was just, a big deal. That was that was the biggest deal. big deal. Oh man, that that like that was a big deal. took over. That started the hip hop more because then we didn't even we went to Japan first with it. Now we was the first <laughs> to go from America from the USA to overseas. They never they wow. just heard of this. And when we got there. We had no idea what we was going to get into. So we took like the whole crew. We took all of the Rocksteady breakdancers. We took the graffiti writers. We took the Cold Crush for all of them. So that's about seven or eight of them. They took myself, they did Blondie. It was like, it was about 30 of all of us, like the whole cast. And when we got off the plane, it had to be maybe 20,000 people standing out there with flags wow. and posters saying wow style and have a picture Michael of me Jackson. and all that. <laughs> oh my God. You guys were what big. up, Mike? Celebrities. <laughs> that was big. <laughs> There's like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. See, so my experience doing those things, doing that at the time, it was like you never think it happened. And when you see it for yourself, you go like, wow. And because, okay. I'll give you another one. You remember, you know the Lexus car, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, the Lexus came in America 89. That's when the Lexus came to town. Wow. Those was our limousines in 81 in Tokyo. Heard you. Those been out. Way ahead of time. The Japanese that was seven years cars. of technology ahead of America. Right now, today. So they seven years ahead of us in technology. The Lexus 450 SL was our limos. Crazy. It was like five of them, white, all white joints. Mean. We saw them shits and fell out. Mm-hmm. But we didn't never saw no shit like that. They came out in 89? In America. We was in Japan oh. in 81. Sound about right. <laughs> Sound about I, I met right. you in, um. so fast forward a little bit. I met you in like um, 1995. Okay. Baltimore. 
Yeah, I was in Baltimore then. I went to I Baltimore was a baby. in 90. <laughs> I was in 90 in Baltimore. I started and then I found my reign with my homies because they smoked it weed, but they wasn't selling weed. And I was with them just hanging out. And that was what they was doing wasn't my forte, but there was just my brothers. So I hung out over the weekend. But then I found my knack doing that because now they needed, they smoked just as much as I did but didn't want to go to neighborhoods to cop shit. Mm. So I would get my smoke and give it to them, like mm-hmm. sell it to them. So that's how I got my knack. But wow, I became like Branson out that shit in <laughs> no time. Like for real. I'm I mean, for them Preston. Yeah, everybody wanted to get <laughs> weed from me. But And then here's the fly shit. They didn't even know I was Busy B. <laughs> Nobody knew I was busy. You know what fucked me? BT. <laughs> BT had a show called American Gangster came on TV. And you know, I was with Fat Cat. These are some criminal killing motherfuckers. <laughs> and Busy B on the shit. With the Busy B with these niggas rapping and partying. They say, hey, that looks like that nigga sold us a dime bag. Oh, shit. <laughs> so they came for real. They came in my name and said, yo, you ever been on TV? I said, nah. He said, yo, motherfucker looked like you. And here's what <laughs> fucked me up. One of my homies that came down there with me, no, I'm busy being everything, jump out of a cab. He get out of a cab out of nowhere and see me talking to the brothers and chilling, right? Yo, Biz, yo, Biz, you got that? Yo, B, I need one of them dime bags. They said, yo, I told you. <laughs> I said. told you. He said, yo, do you own this busy B? I'm looking at this motherfucker like, like yo, man, get He said, yo, I told you, that's that rapper, that's Busy B, man, yo, that's, and he said, yo, bitch, give me that. And got in the car and broke out. Now left me there, (laughs) fucked up, to explain to all these motherfuckers. (laughs) I done been around lying like a motherfucker. (laughs) But I've been selling them some good ass weed, and this is where they gave me the props. They said, hey, you know what? That's all right, because a lot of these New York niggas coming in our city, bragging like they this and that. And at this time, they were, people was getting murdered and yeah. killed. Wow. Baltimore, Baltimore was, crazy. was wow. wow. And I never did that. I never wasn't thinking about that, but I didn't do that. And that's what they realized that. And at times, some of them was fucked up and broke. I would give them work, help them out. And you know, and they was like, wow, they didn't know. They called me Scorpio. That was my name on the streets in Baltimore. So you might see, I might be with one of y'all and we walk somebody say, hey, Scorp, what up? You know that motherfucker's <laughs> from Baltimore. <laughs> he, he remember me from that. Because nobody, I got over with that shit for four years, y'all. From 90 to 95, I think soon that goddamn BT started that American, you remember that shit? <laughs> yeah. They had the American <laughs> gangster shit. And Fat Cat was on, I was no good. And sure enough, man, I went, to, so good. I went to look at that shit. And sure enough, they had a party in the tennis courts. Me, Curtis Blow, Melly Mel, you know what I'm saying? We was the guests of that shit, and they got me on the guys the fucking stages. <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? I said, wow. Yeah, American so, gangster. And then that's how I, you came along. Yep. Because I was selling the bud, then y'all came in town, y'all was smoking weed, and yep. man, yo. Wow. Yep. <laughs> but the then when they then. came to see me, I was well established. Then. OGs with OGs. I had, he was I had, away. I, I had the crib all set up, and, and I was selling hell of a weed. I was getting money like a motherfucker. But at 10 o'clock at night was champagne time. Okay. You hear this, y'all? You know, champagne, champagne time, baby. Champagne After time. You Talk about the, champagne you time, baby. You, you had the champagne time when you come in the spot. I already got like, now you just, soon you come in, you're going to see the shit's all laid out. 100, 100, 
hundred thousand bottles on the wall. Yeah, yeah. one thousand. Like these records right here, going like out. this, busy. And, and like these new, records right here. Yeah, stacked up like that with the bottles. Champagne everywhere. Yeah. So at ten o'clock now, you gotta wait till ten o'clock. Can't fuck around no sooner, no late. Wow. We start at ten, <laughs> and we was drinking champagne, and they they come in town, they come and born, and they say, yo B man, we need something. And they look and say, ah shit, we good. <laughs> we got drinks, we got the weed, and and it just started from there, man. We started doing that, and you start telling me, hey B, I've been doing that lately. That's ain't that a bit. <laughs> no, nope, that's bullshit, man. I ain't gonna hold you like when I when I met him, I was like, yo, I was I was like, holy shit, nigga changed my life on some wow. G shit. Because I went to his crib, like his condo joint, his his getaway joint, you know what I mean? And, you know what I mean? We stayed there for a couple of nights, you know what I mean? And he had all these Remy XO bottles. I'll never forget this shit. He had like about 200 Remy XO bottles. They was drank though. Right. It wasn't just sitting there. These right. was drank bottles. Like it was right. a party motherfucker right. going on. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Mm-hmm. This is a laid pad. This was some fly shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh shit. Those special bottle nights. Right? Special bottle night. See? Talk about it. <laughs> so on the coffee table, he had his picture books and all that. You know what I'm saying? He had the picture books, Jack the Rapper and all that. And I was going through his picture books and I was like, oh shit, this nigga with Biggie, mm-hmm. Tupac. Wow. This was before they was, they, this is like- I, This is no cap. Biggie didn't come up yet. Biggie was on his way up in 95. He was on his way up. Yeah, he was on his way up. And he, but he was running with uh, I was, with yo, Puff so you've Daddy been and there. Oh yeah, and, and Pac too. Pac, Pac as well. was in the pictures too. Pac wow. as well. Pac used to call me. He was calling me OG. A real OG right here. He, Pac was calling me OG then. Like OG man. When I get your status, I'm like man, get the fuck out of here. Y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna make it. Y'all just doing wild ass shit. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all ain't gonna make it. Yeah, watch this shit, OG. Watch, watch, watch. That I mean, that was my experience with them because they was always excited. And happy about doing what they get ready to do because they was get ready to do it. You know what I mean? And I was happy for them, and I was around because, like, again, Andre Harrell was one of my good friends. Uh, you know, Russell Simmons, all the guys that was bringing them into the game. Okay. E- even with Sean Puffy Combs, you know, Sean Combs was like one of the dancers, but he was learning under my friend Andre, which who took on the like and the puff real good and started doing things with him. As you can see today, you know, he blew up. But, you know, I come from that tree and from that part of the family of what we was doing coming up. Shit, shit's legendary. Legendary. You know legends. I tell you, it changed my legends life. Legends of the legends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so after that, you know, after, after, you know, I I went, we, you know, me and my, my gang, K-Born, Pinch, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We, mm-hmm. we went back to New York or whatever, you know what I mean? I started doing the music stuff and stuff like that. And I ain't even gonna lie. I was famous for the champagne too. I used to have champagne nights too. You know what I'm saying? Cause that was the that was the the lifestyle that I was just kind of like idolizing as a youngin'. You know what I'm saying? Growing up doing bad shit, hustling. Cause that's what really I was really doing. I was hustling, you know what I'm saying? It's weed. a lifestyle. I was hustling that's, weed. That's why they lifestyle. asked me why did I drink alcohol or Remy and stuff like that. I said I ain't like it because even listening to as to the older G's that I was coming up under. They would always say that was cheap shit. That's some cheap shit. You don't want that cheap. That shit make your breath stink. Mm. Make your breath smell like shit. Busy <laughs> was drinking Moet out of a, with a straw out the bottle, right? Yeah. Real yeah. shit. Wow. Out the straw out the bottle, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is when we go to the clubs and the motherfuckers is ordering 100 beers, Heineken's like, yeah. you go to the club, the first thing you order is 
a Heineken. Yeah. You know what I'm like, saying? What the fuck? Or you order rum and coke or, you know what I'm saying? Some basic like that. But yeah. they were supposed to be fly motherfuckers. They supposed to be fly motherfuckers. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? You walk up in there with the champagne. I'm a young nigga. So, when I'm walking up in the club, they like, and I'm not no rapper nothing, but guess what? The, the, the motherfuckers that I'm fucking with is hip hop historians. Right. For, yes. for real. Like, for real. This right. is mm-hmm. this is in the 90s. This right. is like in the 90s. So, when I'm outside, my aura is spewing they aura too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you learn So they looking at me like, yo, what's up with this young nigga? He got an old soul. Like, <laughs> he got an old soul. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm outside. I, 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 I. I don't buy beer. I, yeah. try, I buy bottles of Moet. Bottles of Moet was $90, $100 in the club. Wow. And, and, and they would serve glasses, right? Like if you go to the club, Palladium Tunnel. Uh, and originally they'd be like, if you ask for champagne, they try to... Pour you a yeah. champagne glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, I don't want no fucking no, I want glass. No, I want the no. bottle. Yeah, oh, they'd be like, bottle. oh, you want the bottle? $100. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll go crack the bottle and think you want the glass. No, no, I want that whole bottle. The whole thing. They oh, was you like, want the bottle? The yeah. whole thing? The whole like, thing. The whole thing. They just look surprised at that shit for real. So when you say that, you say, uh, make me a couple of glasses, two glasses of champagne, because you, you know you're buying the bottle, so you can pour two glasses. But they pop in the bottles and charging you by the glasses. And I said, no, I want that whole bottle. You crack it for me, motherfucker, but give me my motherfucking bottle. <laughs> give me my bottle. Because they be like, oh, I got to pop it for you. Yeah, 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 yeah pop it. But well, pop uh, that motherfucker, but leave it here. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we was doing. And that that shook up a lot of places. That start, You know, one thing our culture did, and, and I give it to you no better than this. Our shit took over the, the planet. There's hip hop, our culture, the five elements, has took over planet Earth. There is no place on the planet that you can't go and not see graffiti on the wall, a break dancer somewhere trying to break dance or learning how to break dance or emulating a break dancer or DJing or, or trying to MC. No place. And the beauty of it, we did something Martha Luther King asked us to do, nonviolence. Yes. We tried to. We stuck up the world. We robbed them, stuck them up without a gun. Without a gun, no violence. Our culture, hip hop, peace, love, unity, having fun, took over the planet. To now, part of that, if you're not into that, you broke. If you're not either rapping, producing, production-wise, working in that culture, you working in McDonald's as the janitor, mm. the fast food fried motherfucker, word is bomb. Our culture is that powerful that right. it took over the industry. It did. The industry has to pop aboard, hop aboard our ship to get some recruits. Sometimes they make up motherfuckers that look like this person that we can get over with that for 10 minutes. Corporation. And, but at the end of the day, you have to pay that man. And he fed his family lovely off of our culture. So I look at it like that. And I'm being, I'm being who I am. I'm responsible. So I accept that. But everything else, like, you don't see every 20 minutes, you don't see it worldwide that an icon MC is in the news for doing something irregular or hurting anybody. No, it's supposed now to be Now you got our special. rappers. They always were special. They right. always was like, they made it. So you have our rappers 
which is our cousins and nephews to some of us, like myself, that is still being taught the wrong way and their brains is, is just screwed up. But if they get the right guidance and the right people around them, they can also change, especially if they the people that's making that money and people are following them. You know what I mean? So what would you say to all the new artists trying to be a part of this culture? You know what I mean? From Follow the, the rules. Via, they via, via the internet or via the, how they, they, The rules are simple. It's, it's what it is. Peace, love, unity, and having fun. You have peace within yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can have fun. I mean, I mean, you have unity within your family. Do your friends, fam- that's family. Having fun, you're always going to do <clears throat> if the peace and love is there. And having fun is it. That's it. So that that leaves you in a place for you to still make music. And I know you still be Yeah, doing well, I'm still having fun doing the music, right. making the music. And then now you have different genres because now it's not just one vibe of hip-hop, so they say. Yeah. So I stick to my roots and my fans that roll with me. Are we going to hear the um, Busy B drill yes. rap joint? Yeah, well, no. We're going to hear we're going to keep hearing the regular real music-wise where you can go to a club and hear something or you can go to a lounge and hear some Busy B shit. You know, I never was the one that did the cursing with the bitches and the hoes and, mm. and, and making the money in the basement. I ain't do all that shit. Right. <laughs> I only talk about what I did and what I do. I do fly shit. Right. I talk about fly shit. And then I smoke fly shit. So right. I smoke the fly yes. shit and I talk about the fly shit. You a fly guy. Hey. Busy B. I like that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's easier. So what's next for Busy B? What's Um, going on? What's shaking? What I want to do, Shice, man, because you hear how everybody say, I want to give my flowers to the OGs. Mm -hmm. Well, I did it, but I don't have the finance. And what I'm looking for in that is here's what I did. I I, uh, trademarked and paid for and owned the domain name, Hip Hop Flower Shop. Mm. So now I can buy a, a place and own a flower shop that's ran by hip hop. To where's, here's where's the, the good part of it is all at. Just, and here's a prime example. Just last week in New York, they had a fire with all the kids and like nine kids died and families died. Yeah. But here, check this out. And I have no problem with it, but Fat Joe, said he would pay for this and pay for that. And that's fine. That's awesome, Joe. But hip hop would pay for the, would donate flowers and donate this and be it'll be hip hop, not one man. The whole culture. The culture will donate. And it'll feel better on the casts, the flashes. And so it's because they got that same feeling that Fat Joe got. But Joe wouldn't come to the family and say, let's do it together. So, and then I ain't mad again. Props is props if right. that's what you want. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, yeah, Joe did that. Not the family, don't. So the family, if we, the flower shop, Kobe Bryant. Now, this is the second, this is the day. Today is Kobe Bryant's second year of where he died. Need the hip hop flowers. <clears throat> the flowers, right. Donated by hip hop. I mean, Greg Floyd, the flowers, donated by hip hop. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, it could be for happy occasions also. Yeah, we got birthdays, weddings, uh, uh, bar misfits. Right. I mean, come on, man. You want your favorite rapper to drop the flowers off and sing to your grandma. Right. We got that. Right. In the flower shop. All Love that. It. Love it. You know what I mean? So 
I'm, I'm trying to get people to want to do that. Let's, make, that's it, let's last... make a weed store out of that shit. Flowers. <laughs> Didn't you hear flowers? Flowers. That flowers. Mother... And then they say, Ben's got a flower shop. Motherfucker, they say, which one? Which <laughs> one? <laughs> They were like Scorpio. The daisies, they were like Scorpio got a flower shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got a flower Yo. shop, man. And now, now that would fit me. That's perfect. There you go. Because now they say, which one? <laughs> oh, the weed one. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you some basic questions. I don't I never ask nobody this, but right. for you, I gotta ask these these basic right. general questions. Right? right, let's go. All right, one. What's your favorite type of roll up? Uh, backwards. Backwoods. Guys, I love backwoods too. You love backwoods? That's my favorite. How long have you been smoking backwoods, Busy Since they were 79 cents a pack? 79 cents a pack? And you get eight of them in the motherfucking pack. Now they robbing you, give you five in the pack, and they cost $7.99. We was only allowed to smoke backwoods hanging with y'all. Yeah, it ain't my fault. Y'all had Phillies. Y'all smoking Phillies. Nah, we was smoking those Phillies. We were smoking backwoods with you. That's right. Couldn't smoke Phillies in my shit. No. Nobody could smoke. I definitely wasn't smoking, smoking no Phillies. I was smoking White Owls. See? And they would sneak and do that shit in my spot. <laughs> We'd definitely be sneaking <laughs> doing that sneak shit. shit <laughs> We'd be like, oh, why we, I'd be saying, why we got to smoke these hard ass backwards? Backwards was like 79, 89 cent and, or eight 129. And, and you get eight backwards. Eight you in get, a pack. Yeah, eight. That's the wow. original drops. They, they started crazy. robbing us in 2000. Five, maybe. 2005. 2005, they started the five. The five wow. pack. Cause I was overseas, right? He me, back me, with me and Kara was we overseas. The back with King. <laughs> we on tour, right? So uh, I ran out of woods, and we got to wait till you get to a certain st- uh, country where they got the army base, where they got American stores, they got everything. Okay. So I go there to wait to get the backwoods, right? And something was strange because I was so happy to get a box, right? So I opened up and I started smoking. But then I go to my room and say, well, I got, I only got one left. Like, what the fuck? I did with eight woods that fast. And then peeped the bag and said, oh, they robbed us. They robbed us. It's five backwards. Wow. Hey, yo, three missing. And because I still got the original pack. I got yes. an original eight. It said eight cigars. And I'm like, oh, the I didn't even suckers. know backwards so, came in and eight. I was in, I was overseas. I was in Germany, yo. He wasn't so, even born. Yo, I'm, I'm calling niggas. Like, yo, I'm, I'm calling motherfuckers saying, hey, yo, they can be rob us, yo. Backwards get ready to be like five in the pack, yo. Word is bought. And sure oh. enough, man, yo, I got to America. It was five in the pack. Shit, they man. got three now. And they, wow. Three, they got three now. That's crazy, man. They, they robbed us. It was eight, man. And Work. they started making for the bullshit single joints. For a dollar twenty-nine, yo. Because everybody was doing Phillies and all that other shit. So the prices was different. Why you them. don't like papers? I started with papers. When I said I went to Clinton. D with Clinton go back. I went to all man school. Right. But then what how I got with the backwoods, you know, I was selling weed with the Jamaicans. Right. With and the, this was their camouflage. The road boys. You know, this this was the camouflage. Cause I asked them, I said, why you do that? They said, camouflage, boy. <laughs> can't see it. I can't see my giant. My see when thinking my mind smoke a cigar. I said, bumbo cloud. They <laughs> said, why you can't see a giant? Big head spliff might have my bumbo clad, but it's wrapped up in bumbo clad rap. Right. I said, wow. I said, so kind of rap. Backwood, nah, man. Backwood, nah, man. I said, what? He said, go on across the street and get me a pack of backwoods now. Look behind the bag. I looked behind the bag and hey, that, that was, was it, it for me. 
I said, yeah, I'm sticking to this shit right here. This is the camouflage wow. shit right here. And that was it. And then he said it was a natural leaf, so I didn't have to go through all that other shit and the process shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they, I was, I got a lot of my lessons and stuff with hustling with the Jamaicans and, and you know, doing what I was doing with the Me weed. too. so that's what i was doing man you know and i found out a lot of shit like that and they make some fashion you got a general question for okay so i heard about the um busy sticks oh yeah tell me about the busy sticks busy sticks is rocking that's the that's like my uh, blunt see like you know everybody when they see me the first thing they want to do is smoke with me yes first thing then they want to they want the free weed. And then <laughs> and then I give them free weed, but check it out. Then they want me to roll it up too and smoke oh, with me. No. So they want to smoke my backwood. So they say, yo, B, my man Straga, this is for Straga came out. He said, yo, we're going to just make some busy sticks. And we're going to call them busy sticks. We're going to roll two grams up and, and give a busy stick. So when you go to smoke your fire, you just give them a stick and tell them get the fuck out of here. Keep, and I, go get busy. <laughs> that's where this shit came from, man. So it's two grams of some of the high quality weed. Put a little I gotta uh, try them. Keith, I have to. A little wax in there, a little hashy. <laughs> and then, you know, he he uh do his own hashy, he dissolved his hash. So it'd be that okay. fire hash on the fire we rolled up in the in the backwood. And it's a in busy the stick. Backwood. I love it. Mm-hmm. So you know, pretty good. Everybody want busy sticks all of a sudden. I love these just fuck you so up. So you're gonna roll a busy <laughs> stick, but these just work. This is the other question. If you're gonna roll a busy stick, right? Yeah. What kind of weed you putting in that busy stick? Yeah, some shice bud motherfucking critters. Okay. Or some of that fucking purple fly shit. All premium okay. weed. Okay. All premium. Yes, so what's your, what's your favorite type of weed right now? Like, you um, know what I mean? Uh, okay, like I just had some of that. Um, I can't even, what is it? Gushes? No, no, some glitters. Like glitters, because it's got a mix. It got glitters. Glitter. Ooh. It, it got a mix of a little bit of everything that's uh, um, indica. Wow. And I'm an indica guy. I heard yes. you. You know, I mean, I'm not sativa. It's for mostly, not, I would consider the ladies. Right. Is it for the ladies? Like yeah, you know, that's that munchy, high, giggle, giggle shit. Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want this, I want this lay down shit, smoke this shit. She be talking about, yes, daddy, baby. Daddy. Left right out. Anything you want to do, daddy, baby. Yeah. Bring that yeah. shit on over here, daddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the shit I like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's my yes. choice, you know, the indica weed and professionally to grow. So I know what's what's in it, who growed it. Okay. Know. So can you tell these people, the fans and, and the viewers and the, 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 the weed community out there watching Heavy Smoke right now, where they can find your music, where they can find your lifestyle, Busy B. Because they got to stay well, in tune. Because once, well, in once Vegas, you get in tune with, with, with what it is, right. then- Well, I'm based out in Vegas. Right. So, you know, if anybody that come on out to Vegas, hit me up. We always live. I'm on Instagram. I try to do two shows during the week, like at noon, Eastern time. And if you're on the West Coast at nine in the morning for half an hour, just to lift some spirits, let everybody- some, Somebody might be down about something. If you catch me, I'm, 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 I'm about lifting your spirits and making you have fun and forget that bullshit yes. and keep on going. And I do it from 6 o'clock to 6.30. So it's two times a day if you're on the East Coast from 6 uh, p.m. to 6.30. And if you're on the West Coast from 3 o'clock to 3.30. And I just do that. And I lift spirits. And then if you got something you want to advertise or talk about or shout me out or shout somebody else, come on, click on, shout me out and do that for a quick 20 seconds and click your ass on out. Yes. Fire. And that's that be it, man. 
I'm about, again, I'm, I'm about in. what I preach, man. <laughs> I practice what I preach. I'm about peace, love, unity, and having fun. That's it. And then, you know, when you come to any of our events, that's what it's about when you come to that. Now, you can come in peace or leave in pieces. Okay. It, 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 I mean, you know, I prefer you to come in peace to have fun. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we don't play that shit. Neither no, we don't. You know, <laughs> you know fucking well. And then we don't talk about it because that's yes. not what we do. I don't like, I don't but we will that. have to let minorities, people know that, hey, listen, man. You can come in peace, and but you can also leave. That's how the graveyard started. We we know that motherfuckers fucked up, and the graveyard. It's, it's bitches in there too. Okay. All types of motherfuckers you know, in there. Motherfuckers fuck up, but we about having fun and love. That's Smokers Club. The hey, I, I'm so happy to be part of that shit, man. This is what I've been trying to do. This is what I'm saying, man. This from the beginning to the this, end, this man. Is shit right here, be worried up, y'all. Come on in, man. Wait. You ain't fair and you ain't good about your shit. I'll let you know. You can't just hop aboard our shit. You yes. just can't come in our shit. Nah, you got to nah, be nah, 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 bored in. You yes. know what I mean? There's a, a corporation you got to be bored in. That's a fact. You ain't just can't come in. You got to be bored in. You got to be bored in. If Shice ain't like you, neither do I. Hello. Hello. So check it out, man. This is Heavy Smoke. This is the Smokers Club. This is the icon legend, the OG. chief rocker, Busy B, Busy B, Lisa B, Lisa B, Shice B, aka <laughs> Shice Bubs, and the Clico, 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 Big Buds. Hey.